Allie and Frank, I believe you're on the phone, right? Yes, we are. <laughs> We're here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm very, very happy. Tonight's going to be a special night. The idea of planning this, scheduling this, and then sharing from our hearts really does take us, hopefully, to a different dimension of how we see God as Father in our relationships in present moment, but also in the spiritual realm. And it's just intriguing how we prepare. So, Frank, what was your week like this week? Good, bad, neutral? Well, it was good. It was filled with a lot of mixed emotions. And okay. um, in researching the topic of tonight's talk, A Father's Love, I was enlightened by all, all of the data that is out there. Thank God for the Internet. Every time I <laughs> click on A Father's Love, something else popped up from the verses of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Yeah. To other th things. And I came across an article about 1971. The Canadians started a, a revival with participants wow. from 20 different religions. And th this was nice. called the Revolution of Love. And it spread from 1971 from now. It spread all over the United States and Canada. And there's a lot to read about it. It's very enlightening. And the That's second you. thing of the, the second thing of the week. Barbara's twin sister, Carol, came up from wow. Florida to celebrate our birthdays because today's my birthday, and on the 16th is Yoo Barbara and Carol's. So we're celebrating wow. it all together. And uh, That's beautiful. Yeah, and this was the last week in my 70s, and now I'm beginning a new decade. <laughs> so it's kind of scary. <laughs> well, I'm, yeah, glad I'm, I'm glad I'm part of CLM because I know that's oh, going to help me you. along. That's beautiful, right. and we celebrate with you, Frank. We celebrate the 70s, the 60s, the 50s, the 40s, the 30s, and also entering mm -hmm. into this new paradigm called the 80s. So you lived yeah. a long and strong life, my friend, and we celebrate you yes, tonight. thank you. Thank you. Yes. So, Allie, are you celebrating 70s and 60s and 50s yet? <laughs> no, I'm not quite there yet. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in your dreams, right? <laughs> Yeah, but I'm celebrating you guys, definitely. <laughs> oh, good, good for you. So how was your, quote, preparation for tonight's talk? How did that go? It was, well, I know that just being called to do this, like this has been in the works for some time. So <laughs> even when sure. I got your email, it wasn't like a surprise. It's just, it's been so prevalent. But something, you know, just surprised me about the topic was, my view on God's love and how limited it was. Mm. My belief system is that God's love came from when you're achieving or being perfect. Oh, and yeah. Yeah. I am. I was <laughs> very, very wrong. And what came <laughs> through is, <laughs> which I'm so happy about, but God's love is just you being. And I had the most mm. incredible, and when I say that this, is, I've been in preparation for this, but I had a, session with Bobby and he had me pick a passage from the prayer in five stages of healing Ron Ross book. And there's a passage yeah. that I'd love to share that completely sure. changed my life. So it says, now Lord, we thank you because we experience the light of your love and the presence moving within us. For some of us, this is our first deep experience that you truly love us and that your love is not based on what we do or fail to do. You love us because we are. In that awareness, we experience a tremendous sense of peace 
and out of that peace flows the energy of joy that makes life worth living. Spirit of God, thank you for your presence, your divine light, your divine love. The answer to everything is simply love. We call it healing, but it is just the love of God, the presence of God. So for me that... How sweet is that? Right? And it just... And when Bobby had me choose that passage, and of course I started bawling, it was like, just even the line, just you love us just because we are, and how much Mm -hmm. weight just fell off of me, like all of this, all what I've been carrying. And it's God's love is always present. And we may push it out like I do (laughs) sometimes, but it's it's right there in a millisecond to fill us back up. So thank you for the question. That's so heartwarming to hear. Also, between Frank and yourself, Ollie, the preparations that go into it. It takes a step, the step into and, and talk about our lives to the general public. So I commend both of you for saying yes to the opportunity because it really does, not everybody says yes. So it does tell me when the light shows up, when the yes comes, that the right person at the right time will definitely, we get to celebrate. So kudos to both of you for your yes tonight. In my preparation, it's always been, I take the topic, then I have little bitty, little notes that I take or pages that I mark that it's like, this could match this. And so I collect these and it all comes together. Before I would just try to create on my own, so to speak. And that always seemed like it was a failure until I just allowed those little breadcrumbs to show up and then sit down and read it, ponder these, and then these inspirations come. And to me, that's actually kind of talks about my relationship with God or the Holy Spirit or the Father, as we're talking about tonight. So my hope for this teleclass is that it expands your awareness of who God as Father is to you. And if you don't have that connection... Hopefully tonight we can lead you to the water, lead you to that divine grace, that holy water, that the baptism of grace that will overcome you because once you touch that, the Father's love, like the Mother's love, it, it changes your whole world. And that's my invitation for all our listeners tonight. So, so Frank, can I ask you to open up with a, an opening prayer for this teleclass yes. tonight? Yes, very good. Loving God, You who are our father and our mother, we thank you that you have shown us how important it is to follow your example as we grow in faith. Teach us to be obedient to your will, respecting you as children or. Thank you for your mercy despite our disobedience. Strengthening us to stand up against the challenges of this world, and there are many, honoring your name and trusting your grace. In the name of your Son, we pray, amen. Amen. Beautiful prayer. My monk, one of our older monks, or the oldest monk in our program. So (laughs) thank you, Frank. We really appreciate that. Thank you. And celebrating your birthday besides... We can have our cake and eat it too tonight, so you'll have your I free cake. I already had your piece of cake. I had your piece of cake here. It was well, you know, you got to hold on to those 70s, right? Yeah. <laughs> so all is well. Beautiful. Thank you. 
in preparation, I love to always start out with a scripture quote. That's my MO. And the reason why I do that is it is about my relationship with God and with Jesus and with Mary and all the saints and sages. That might not be your paradigm for those listening in, but it is mine. And so I think when we draw from the well of grace, when we enter into that mystery, things begin to become alive. And so I want to share this scripture quote starting off because it really represents God as Father, and it's on Ephesians 1, verses 2 and 8. And I just want you to listen to it because there's key points in that that I, I believe identifies some of the characteristics of God as Father, God as love, God as encourager. And it goes, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who blessed us in the heavenly realm with every spiritual blessing. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world and to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love he predestined us for an adoption, a sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his good pleasures and his will to the praise, his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the one he loves. And in him we have redemption through his precious blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace. He has lavished himself on us with all wisdom and understanding. Now that's a rich scripture because it identifies how much God is pouring out, if we can see that in the Spirit, whose intention he created us, he predestined us, he blessed us, he lavishes himself on all the blessings that we've had in our lives. And when we take all that into account, then we begin to understand is, wow, God is bigger than I ever thought he, she was. And that was my experience just preparing for tonight, is just he blesses us, he chooses us, he predestines us. We're in his good pleasure and his will, which glorious riches will come, freeing us because he loves us. And it's like, Love seems to be the characteristic that when we are born into. Now, not all of us had that experience of a, quote, physical father in our lives. Some had great relationships, and I praise God for that. But I know others had not that connection. And so throughout our lives, and I think those who are listening in, we have we prepare our hearts to understand that more, to open up to that maybe using the term forgive our fathers for the lack of love, that lack of presence in our lives. And maybe it was our own wounds or hurts that kind of blocked us from receiving. But we can, quote, dive into that tonight because I really believe there's a message for everyone. There is, a, as Ron would say, he loves to throw out Hershey kisses as saying God loves you, so do I. So maybe you'll get a Hershey kiss tonight or an aha moment. That will, I think, open up our hearts a little more to that divine grace that we all encounter. So, Frank, have you ever experienced a father's love? I mean, we ha- you have had like 80 years at this, so hopefully you'll have one day in God's love. Yeah, I first experienced a, a new outlook on father's love when I started coming to the CLM retreats and my visits to John and God in Brazil. Prior, oh, yeah. prior to that, you know, in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, for me it was just work, 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 enjoyed a good life, and I sort of slow down my Catholic practice and my upbringing of the 40s and 50s. And once in a while, I would 
once in a while I would take my mother-in-law to church because she needed help there, but I never really participated. And I knew there was something missing. And I didn't have the enthusiasm that I once had. Then in the 90s, the late 90s, I was introduced to CLM, thanks to Barbara. And that opened me up to uh, a new spiritual life. Not at first, but after a few retreats. And the love that was shown through CLM towards God was a turning point for me. Every time I went to a retreat, I came back wanting to go back again, and I wanted more. And also my trips to Brazil. It was a very enlightened experience for the first time, and that's when I found my wanting to meditate. Mm -hmm. And there were two spiritual, those were the two spiritual encounters. And I became aware of the true understanding of God and how he has given us the true understanding of Father of Love. And this is demonstrated by my understanding of forgiving, honesty, kindness, sacrificing, being patient, and the love for one another, especially at the retreats. That's when it was shown a lot. And by putting aside the materialistic things in my life, I was able to feel the love of God and wanting more. And the last Mm. few years was very, very hard on us. Thank God for Zoom. Because it was like <laughs> yes. part of our life was missing. We did not make contact. And right. now we're looking. And unfortunately, I don't know what the reason was, but we missed going to the spring retreat because of airline problems. But right. now we're looking forward. We're looking forward for the end of July. To me, we're going back to the family. That's what I'm looking forward to. Uh well, and that's where so. I know we'll see more love. Yeah. And that's what yeah. we're missing here in the mountains in New Hampshire. Wow. Yeah, you've got to get out of those mountains every now and then. Oh, every now and then, yes. Well, thank God. And thank God we have in, oh, I can't think of the town, but Annette has little retreats that we go to, healing yeah. retreats and all, and that, that helps us a lot. Uh, well, it's just staying connected. And you mentioned it that after experiencing that, it is about relationships on the spiritual plane, but also on the physical yes. plane. And the more right. we can come together and reflect God's love for you, for me, for our community, and those that don't know the Christ that we know, it really does shine bright. Oh, uh, yes. To let your light shine even in the difficulties, because that can be a challenge. And you mentioned, yes. Frank, all the ups and downs that we all go through. The thing yes. about forgiving for letting go, for moving on, these these barriers, these bumps that we experience. But again, then we begin to trust, and the Father says, well, I love you. Can you love this person, even though they might have yes. done something negative to you? Right. It's tapping into the principles, the energy that we were actually created with, which is God's love, that beaming love, which is the Holy Spirit in my world. But you said it very well, my friend. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Now, our young one, Ali, (laughs) what is uh, your experience with feeling God's love? Our baby tonight. (laughs) (laughs) What feels like the young one. (laughs) There you go. So when I got this, I was like, oh, man, I was trying to think back to a time, you know, when I was, very little, but sure. the first time 
experiencing God's love for me, which I didn't really know at the time, was right. when was through my, I I call him, he's no longer with us, but I mean, he's in the spiritual realm helping me, but my little dog, Timmy, and I'd never experienced a connection with another being before than uh, this sure. little guy. And yeah. like I said, I call him my God dog. Mm-hmm. And when I got him, I had just got diagnosed with severe anxiety and depression. And wow. this little dog, like, he was my absolute saving grace. Like, he literally saved my life. And I know that yes. God put him here, like, put him on this planet, and that all, and he came to me to save me. So, wow. you know, there were at times when oh boy, I was at my darkest and really not wanting to be here anymore. Timmy would come over and be right at my side and he would just give me this look and I knew that God was working through him. It was like, God was like, you're not, you're not leaving yet. And, wow. and really it felt like, it, and I couldn't. So that really was like the first, like feeling God's love. And then as I, kind of put that together, you know, I was looking back at at my life and the different things that have happened, like, and I shared this with you, Padre, when I actually got run over by a car when I was two and a half, and Holy I cow. didn't have any damage, like, internally. I also fell five stories from a balcony in eighth grade, and nothing but a little scratch, so I guess God really wants me here. <laughs> I get the <laughs> Just a little bit. I'm like, okay, oh you, really my do, you really do. <laughs> and so, and just reflecting on that has been extremely powerful for me because those things, I mean, obviously could take you out. So wow. I'm just, I'm really now as I'm reflecting, I'm leaning into God's love and tapping into that vibration to pull me out of the darkness that I've been experiencing recently. It's been a really incredible reminder and even calling on my little dog spirit, just like, you know, in sure. times, and I'm just like, okay, I can, to, to feel that same vibration to really pull me out. So, and, and I experience God's love through chills or a warm sensation on my heart. And it's obviously been life changing and it just keeps getting louder and louder. So I'm beyond grateful. Wow. I mean, how do I comment on those amazing miracles that happened to you? How old were you yeah. when you when that car ran over you? I was two and a half. Wow. I was two and a half and I was in my par- I was in the driveway and the car door hit me and then the tire ran over my side and uh and I actually wow. had like a flashback of being at the hospital. My aunt came with like a puppet. <laughs> it was there with me, okay. but they like opened, they uh, that's all I can remember. But they opened up my side to see if anything was wrong, and nothing was wrong. Wow, that's, that's a, miracle. a miracle! No kidding. Yeah. And then, how do you yeah. fall out a four-story balcony? Oh, I you're mean, gonna I laugh wrap so my hard. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I'll, I'm, I'm bracing myself. <laughs> I was actually, it's such a fluke accident, but I was in a, in a baby jogger. So I was sitting in it and I was talking on the phone with a friend 
and I kicked through the board on the balcony and slipped through and fell and I hit my head on a stump and I came to and I was like I when I looked up I was looking at the trees I was like what just I was like what happened and then I looked oh up and God. then of course my sister Sid who's part of the community too she was like what are you doing down there <laughs> I was like I have to, this is crazy so but again like I I I would I think obviously I was knocked unconscious for a little, but maybe like a couple seconds, and I could hear my friend on the phone going, "Like, Allie, where are you? Like, what happened?" But nothing happened. <laughs> he just I was fell out fine. the window in the balcony. I just, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. Oh my gosh! Somebody has angels around them. A thousand. Holy percent. cow! Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. I mean, four stories, people. Yeah. Come on. Getting found to a swimming pool, you know, <laughs> called grounding. <laughs> it's like, yeah. wow. I mean, there's God's love for you, the mother's love for you. And if you have any doubts, why are you here? Holy cow. At least you already know. You're you're like a cat. You have how many lives to, and don't <laughs> use them all up in this lifetime, okay? <laughs> you know, save no, them for I the won't. next bit. Those are two, so there's still seven left. I don't plan on using them. <laughs> or maybe I'll borrow one of yours in case I need it. Yeah. Please, yeah, I, I will. I'll give you five, Padre. I, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe I shouldn't ask for those. <laughs> I don't want to be set up. <laughs> you know. No, no. Anyway, no. but that's crazy good as you would say those are miracles and we're talking about the father's love who cares for us as the father lavishes himself and it's like even when sometimes we don't feel we deserve it or it's just unexpected like Allie falling out from the balcony and surviving that's unbelievable but again there's God and he, he protects our precious ones and sometimes we die in car accidents or get run over by a car Allie had the exception to the rule. But there's a an awareness of God's presence. And I think each of us, if we want to ponder that tonight of how much we were blessed by not getting in an accident, dying, whatever the challenge might have been in your life or challenges that presented themselves, that there's someone out there that's got your side. So with our conversation tonight with Frank, we're we're talking about, and in June we talk about at least in Catholicism, we celebrate the Sacred Heart of Jesus, but also the Sacred Heart of Mary. So have you ever encountered that Sacred Heart, my friend? Well, you're talking about like experiences that I had in my own life? Of course, and, yes. And the love that was shown to me, sometimes it always comes after the fact. Like a number of things with my family was my father. He was very loving, always looked out for us and all. But I didn't realize nice. what was going on until after he passed. Wow. And when my twin brother and I, we were around 15 years old, and we wanted to get a job in the summer. But at that time, there were no jobs. So little did we know that my father went to the local florist who had a greenhouse, and he made arrangements with him to hire us to work in the greenhouse and my father would pay the salary. Really? Because the, because the owner didn't have the money. And we never wow. knew about this arrangement until years later. So my father put out the money to help us, to keep us off the city streets, and to learn 
and respect what it was to work. And this was really true love to us. He showed kindness and sacrifice, but we didn't know about it until years later. He never wanted to tell us. Then another summer, my dad was working in his hospital pharmacy. He was a pharmacist. And he took my brother and I, maybe it was a year or two later, and he took us into the pharmacy, and we worked there during the summer part-time, arranging and organizing all the products for him and the inventory. And this helped us later on in life when we became engineers to be specific about things, to organize. And this was Mm. a, he showed the kindness, patience, and the love to perform something for others because we knew we were doing all of this here for the patients in a hospital. So that, that was one of the other love he showed. And then one of the other ones I was thinking about, my brother and I, my twin brother and I, we showed interest in playing the guitars. So my dad mm-hmm. set up, again, music studio, lessons for us. And this, of course, was a burden to him because he, t- he had to take on an extra job delivering milk in the morning before he went to the hospital. We never knew this. Wow. I, I had wow. no idea what he, what he was doing it for. And then when we turned 17 years old, and I think it was 1959, he bought us each a Gibson guitar, and we started looking at a little rock and roll band. Not famous, but we, we played. Played in driveways and garages and parties. Oh, wow. Then when my, da- wow. when my dad passed in 1995, we were going through a lot of his stuff, and we, we found the receipts for the guitars. In 1959, each guitar was $250. That was like wow. two weeks' salary. And that was wow. some sacrifice he made because he loved us. And, yeah, uh, yeah this shows a true love. He was always there for us, and he also showed the same love and kindness and sacrifice toward my younger brother, who was three years younger, always going out there, trying to keep us going and all. And I never had an opportunity to have children, but I think I would, with all that he showed us, I think I would have uh, shown the same type of love. Wow, I'm sure uh, you would have. Yeah, we had a a very good upbringing. Uh, Listening to all the other stories of people in CLM, that's when I appreciate how my life was when I was being raised. Mm. You, know, you never really appreciate it until it's too late. You know? <laughs> well, never too late in the spirit, as you would say. So, no. But again, no. who, who you are, Frank, sounds like you represent your dad very well by your nature, your personality, how you treat people, how you're of service. You're always aware of how can I serve. And that sounds like your dad. He didn't make yeah. a big motion about it. But he just did the work and yeah. prepared for his sons for success. And what a yeah. what beautiful stories they are. It's it's heartwarming yeah. to hear that because not everybody yeah. had that same experience. And we want Thank that. My, you mother, know, a, my mother was the same way. She also went out of the way to do a lot. So it's wow. both. both Could I say you were spoiled? Yes. <laughs> now, if I compare yeah. my life with yours, I don't have the same experience. <laughs> but, know. you know, like all of us, we all have a portion. And I think later on we really realize what we did have when we were growing yes. up. With, with my dad, my dad was kind. He was always kind. He was always serving. He was always providing. But he wasn't always around because as a farmer, he was always out working the fields or fixing something that the kids broke. So, I mean, it was, in the wintertime, we seen my dad more because it was cold and farmers take a couple months off 
So we've seen them more, but during the spring and summertime and the fall, we really didn't. There was that, quote, separation, but did we feel he loved us? I think so, but it wasn't necessarily shown. He was a good German, so you just hold your emotions. You just obey, and that tells us that he loves us and we love him. But I had an experience when I had a, I think it was 21, I'm sure it was 21, 22, and I had the freedom now to have, well, I always had a car, but didn't really go out until I was 21. My friends were inviting me out to go drinking, and it's like, well, not something I like. Then they said, well, you'll get used to drinking, just keep drinking, and you'll like it eventually. So follow the rules, okay, let's do that. And of course, driving home one night, early in the morning, like 5.30 in the morning, I got in a car accident. Thank God I rear-ended another car on the highway. How do you, how do, you do that? But <laughs> Padre did that. Anyway, went to the hospital, but no broken bones, just scratches and things like that. And a year later, same time, same place in the highway, I rear-ended a guy again. And it's like, oh, my God. Both times, no one were seriously injured just by the shock of that, the trauma. I remember going to the hospital a second time, and the cop who was waiting for me and says, oh, here's your dad. He called my dad to take me home. And But what I saw in my dad's eyes was how much he loved me. Now, we could never say it outward, but I saw it in his eyes. And it's like, oh, my God. So from that point on, I knew that I knew that my dad loved me. What oh, happened to my son? So it yeah. really does... When it shows up, like Ollie, it was with her dog. You know, I think there's a special time in everybody's life that we know that we're loved unconditionally. And that's a reflection of heaven, but sometimes we don't make the connection. But it's always there, or it's always shown us, but sometimes we're in such pain we can't see it, or denial, can't hear it. But these are, I call it, exceptional times in our life that does reflect the goodness of God. So, Allie, do you have any experience or reality of a father's love? So, with my own dad, who is, it's been one of the greatest gifts, just my relationship with him. We've always had a really strong connection, which I'm so grateful for. He was actually, he held me before my mom did when my mom gave birth to me. So, and... Yeah, which is very rare. You don't, you don't hear that yeah. very often. But what I wanted to share, just just some truth-telling, sure. it's been really challenging recently just with relating to family in general because of all the spiritual growth and everything that's changed. I right. did the process mm-hmm. I, twice, and I've just Good been taking major strides <laughs> in just figuring out who I am as my own being. And I've just, I felt a lot of grief because a lot of all the change that's happened in the family department. So it was, and I had another miracle happen the other day. So my dad actually, he'd been, you know, texting me. He was on vacation in Mexico and uh, Lucky Duck. Um, but he, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and normally I'm the one that asked, I would ask like, like, hey, how are you doing? But he sent mm. me a text asking if I was okay. And I was really taken aback because the message was, like, so direct. And I felt the energy coming through. And it didn't feel like my dad. It felt like God was speaking through him. It was really bizarre. And and it was a window for me to really share that I had been struggling recently. And I haven't told, other than Danny, really any, I haven't told anybody in my family what's been going on. So 
And I wrote back and I said, actually, you know, I've been having a really hard time just with anxiety and depression, different things that have been going on. And, you know, he wrote me this beautiful message back and he's like, well, I'd love to connect with you. And we haven't FaceTime or talked in a really long time. And we had a FaceTime call for about an hour and I didn't even know that I needed it. And I, he, and he told me how proud he was of me, of my candle company and how beautiful they were. And, and as soon as I got off the call and it was just, it was really an amazing phone call. And as soon as I got, as soon as I got off the call, I just started bawling and I just, I forgot how amazing in our connection and just to share with him. And there wasn't any judgment. It was just pure love and, and, and how healing that was for my inner child. I had this idea because I've been astray, not astray, but just I've been quiet for so long with them, yeah. with my family, yeah. with my dad, that it was going to be mm-hmm. a certain way. But it wasn't at all. It was like no time wow. had passed. And he just was sharing his love for me and out and outpouring that. And it just really opened my eyes to how much, even just him saying how proud he was of me with my candle company, which seems so silly, but how I said, just to hear him say that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, and I just, like I said, I just, I cried so hard, but it was like this heart opening for me and this transformation and just not feeling like I have to push family away in a certain way or I can, it just allowed me to be myself. And God completely facilitated it. So it was just, yeah, it was just one of those times where it was just like, okay, here's a window. And it, it yeah, it totally transformed well, me. So He showed up and you showed up, both giving and receiving at the same time. Those are precious moments that only the divine, cause that divine setup that you'll always will remember. Mm-hmm. Your daddy's little girl. Absolutely. That just yeah. can break anyone's heart wide open. You know, essence. And as we grow older or more mature, let's put it that way, you know, our relationship with our parents change. Maybe for the good, maybe for the not. All depends on the dynamics of that. But can everything change? Yes, it can. And it does if we're willing to do the work. And you, like Frank, are willing to do the work, to be set up, so to speak. So whether we need to break, and then we break wide open for these magnificent miracles to happen. So thank you for sharing that, Alex, because that's very personal. But yet it's very, it's alive. It's just happened. These miracles come upon us at any given time, and we just take a breath. I just, today, I there was got an invitation. Somebody needed some help. It was a somebody I didn't know saying their son needs help. And it's like, okay, just gave me an address and phone number. So I kind of just went cold turkey and says, all right, well, Lord, let's do what we can. In the end, the the wife says, can I hug you? It's like, I don't know what else to do for you. The generosity of God that helped their present day today, even paying a a water bill and giving them gas in their car and food on the table. We never know who's in need, but when it shows up, We just say, yes, Lord, and we give what we can. But there's, to me, the love of God. Because we receive, freely give. Freely give that away. So, Frank, thank you very much, Alec, for sharing those tender moments with us. Now, Frank, do you have any either stories or readings or spiritual readings that you'd like to share with us tonight? Well, I I do have one that's uh, about Barbara and me. I call it like a miracle. 
And it started back in May 20th, 1980. Barbara was driving from one school to another, and she was in a, not her own, not her fault, but she was in a terrible head-on collision. And wow. uh, she ended up, yeah, broken kneecaps, collapsed lungs, and it was pretty bad. And we were like praying it. a lot. And the doctors were able to take care of the lung issue in a few days because it re-collapsed. But after that, wow. then the doctor said, well, we'll try to repair her knees, and, but we don't think she'll be able to walk again. She'll oh need my. a lot of physical therapy. So she was, both of us were very, very upset. But we of did course. a lot of praying. And uh, during a strenuous time, by, but yeah. by, this was in May, but by summer's end, with a lot of effort on her part, physical therapy and prayers, she was able to return to work in September. Oh and my within a year, yeah, within a year, miraculously, she was able to walk and be herself again. Wow. I mean, she still has pain after 42 years. But wow. uh, we, we, this is a lot of prayer. The doctors did their job. But we, th- of there was, course. was a lot of prayer and asking for faith and help. And, and we did it. It was good. And I'm very thankful for that. Yeah. Of course. There's faith in action. Uh, a head-on collision. We just talked about people have accidents. Some of them don't yeah. survive. And Barbara well, the, was one who did. Yeah, the other party didn't. Didn't survive. It was a young girl. She was oh, the driver. Wow. Yeah. Sure, the other car. But yeah, she was. She drove the other car. They cut class, and they ended up hitting Barbara. Wow. You know, Barbara was going wow. from one school to another. Yep. Well, but sure. That's in the past, but sure. It's it's just faith that we had, and uh, she still has aches and pains and all today. Yeah. Well, she's turning 21. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and you're turning 80. Wow. These right, are miracles yeah. that are happening all the way yeah, around I know, us. I know. The cradle you know. factor, they say, right. But that's, you know, you, know uh, you have to have a lot of faith and a lot of prayers. I agree. Yeah. When life tests us, life presents challenges. Yeah. But yet, how do we respond to them? And I believe, yes, we can get depressed. Yes, we can go off go off kilter, so to speak. Try to wander away because we're you know, like nothing's making sense because maybe we're bitter about something or things didn't work out. So it's like we kind of put God on the side, try to do life by ourselves, and then we run into trouble. And then it's like, then we blame God. But God yeah. is always present. It's, it's his nature. He created us. He's going to be our father. He's, he can overshadow yeah. us. Only if we continue to keep that light beam, that energy together, even in the hard times. My hard time was when Ron passed away, and I just felt oh, yeah. orphaned, you know, because yeah. it just was our dynamics, working together, healing together. We did everything together, and all of a sudden when it stops, and it's like, well, now what? Now we're responsible yes. for all this, and it's like, I don't, can't do it. You, I think sure. I fell into my own old self, why me, the complainer, blaming people, situations, and it's like, well, God took them home, period. So it's yeah. like, what were the pieces that I need to let go of or to be broken? It was my old relationships. It was my old belief in who I was. So it only was by, I call it God's love, that really taught me again to trust God, my father, instead of my spiritual father, or my physical father, there's just one that I can count on. And I love my dad. I love Ron. I love 
the community. But there is only one love that fulfills me, especially when we get down on ourselves. There's only one thing that can refresh me. And, you know, I usually go to the scriptures to find a scripture quote, or no, I shouldn't, I want to say this correctly. It finds me. And when I have that experience of that affirmness that you are loved, you are cared for, and then how the Holy Spirit connects that word to my Heavenly Father, I I go ecstatic. I just, I fall in love with God even more. Even in my, and you, many of you heard my story of being born again, 18 years <laughs> old, and this liquid love that came over me. That was the first among many experiences of this liquid love, and I can't explain it in words, but I know that I know that I know that God loved me on that day. Then it takes this lifetime to continue to keep that fire burning and be in, in remembrance. And when you're having a difficult time, and then all of a sudden, Allie sharing her experience with her dad on the phone or FaceTime, and all of a sudden, she's had this aha moment, this precious time where the windows of heaven open, and you get to experience the Father's love as a little girl or a little, a little boy your son, that just that eminence of God's grace, that just you know that you know that you know you're loved. It just, it shatters all the old beliefs, all the negativity, and the really essence of heaven that comes through that energy. That's what we want for you tonight, for those who are suffering, yeah. for those who are maybe separated from their father, maybe never had a good relationship with their father, or didn't even know him. It can be multiple areas of that, or maybe it's a spiritual father you've fell out a love with because we can hit places in our lives where it's just one word and all of a sudden we go into a tizzy because of our old programming and we want to get reacquainted back to the father's love and to me that's that's really that essence that in my world matters and i hope it matters with you i believe everyone on this phone is looking for that deeper place that communion with that divine father, the divine mother. And we can say, well, it's this or that. It's like, it doesn't matter because in heaven there's, there's neutrality. There isn't a boy and a girl. There's just spirit. So when we connect, when heaven opens up for us and we get the endowment of grace, it's there for you. It's there for me. It's there for all of us. And then we become that container that we get to share it with life itself and in any given moment. So, Ali, do you have any, whether it's a spiritual reading or a story that you want to continue to share tonight? Yeah, I thank you so much, Prada and Frank. I just, I feel so much grace and, and gratitude for being able to share and just share this time with you and everybody else. I just sharing, there's two sides to the coin of, and I've, and I've been sharing on the call of just the struggles that I've been going through recently, but it's also been transforming me on a cellular level and God's love obviously is a major major part of that because yeah. before when I would have these different like fall into a depression or different things I actually I had this idea that I could do it by myself and oh yeah I didn't <laughs> I didn't have to do it with God but this time around I absolutely I needed God I mean a hundred percent and what I've just, what I've been doing recently, and if anybody else on this call has been experienced, I've been saying a mantra over and over again. Mm. And actually, Danny was the one who inspired me to do that. And I, I say over a hundred times a day, I'm sure God's got me. Mm. And beautiful. It, and in the times where I, think, where I don't feel like 
he's got me. I just, we were actually listening to a podcast the other day, and this completely fits in. It's called the Footprints Prayer. And I, do I have time to share that, Padre, really quick? Oh, sure, sure. Go right ahead. Okay, okay. So it says, I dreamed I was walking along the beach with the Lord, and across the sky flashed scenes from my life. For each scene, I noticed two sets of footprints in the sand. One belonged to me and the other to the Lord. When the last scene of my life flashed before us, I looked back to back at the footprints in the sand. I noticed that many times along the path of my life, there was only what, one set of footprints. I also noticed that it happened at very lowest and saddest times in my life. This really bothered me, and I questioned the Lord about it. Lord, you said that once I decided to follow you, you would walk with me all the way. But I noticed that during the most troublesome times in my life, there is only one set of footprints. And I don't understand why in times when I needed you the most, you should leave me. The Lord replied, my precious, precious child, I love you. And I would never, never leave you during your times of trial and suffering. When you saw only one set of footprints, it was then that I carried you. Oh, wow. Very nice. That's beautiful. That's tender. And again, our conditioning, our perception, just that little reminder, I've carried you. I walk beside you. I'm with you. That's a glorious, reminds me of the birth of Christ, Emmanuel, God is with us. And we do tend to forget how close God is to us. And those little reminders like that poem bring us back home to the Father's love, to the Mother's love. Hopefully that has touched many people because we have to be reminded of that. As human as we are, <laughs> as sometimes as dense as we are, that reminder of the love of the Father is really a beautiful thing. As we concur tonight and move towards our the healing time, even though I believe each story, each prayer opens up our heart in a different way, hopefully in a very positive way, we'd like to offer prayers for our community and for people in general. So I'm going to ask Frank if you want to start that, then we'll go to Allie, and then I'll follow up with all three of your prayers. So let's do that okay. now. Uh well, you want me to do the closing prayer, but before that, since Father's Day is coming up, I was reading some Let Us Praise Those Fathers by Kirk Lohman, and can I read some of those? Whatever that prayer is for you, my friend. Yeah. Okay. Let us praise those fathers who have strived to balance the demands of work, marriage, and children with an honest awareness of both joy and sacrifice. Let us praise those fathers who, lacking a good model for a father, have worked to become a worthy and virtuous father. Let us praise those fathers who, by their own account, were not always there for their children, but who continue to offer those children, now grown, their love and support. As well, let us pray for those fathers who have been wounded by words and actions of their children. Mm. Let us praise those men who are about to become fathers. May they openly delight in their children. And wow. let us praise those fathers who have died but live on 
in our memories, and those loves continue to nourish us. Amen. Those were exceptional highlights, my friend, of a father's love. That's beautifully said and positioned. As each one of those highlights that you were reading, Frank, really helped me focus my own relationship with my dad, the good and the bad, but knowing in the end love still prevails. I, I'm, I don't say I miss my dad. I think I'm, I appreciate my dad because I feel he's uh, gave a strong foundation for me. So and hopefully that's everyone's experience also. But yes, that's a beautiful prayer. Now, is there any other prayer you're going to pray, or is that your prayer for tonight? That was it, and then I have a closing prayer for you. Okay. Why don't you use it now, and then Allie will follow, then I'll, I'll follow with the closing oh, okay. prayer. So go ahead and offer <clears throat> that, my friend. This is a closing prayer by Reverend Chuck Curry, C-U-R-R-I-E. Okay. We give our thanks Creator God, for the fathers in our lives. Fatherhood does not come with a manual, and reality teaches us that some fathers excel while others fall. We ask for your blessing for those, for them all, and forgiveness where it is needed. This Father's Day, we remember the many sacrifices fathers made for their children and family. And the ways, both big and small, they lifted children to achieve dreams, though beyond reach, thought beyond reach. So, too, we remember all those who have helped fill the void where fathers passed early or are absent, by grandfathers, uncles, brothers and cousins, teachers, pastors, coaches, and the women of our family. For those who are fathers, we ask for wisdom, humility, and the face of the task of parenting. Give them the strength to do well by their children and by you. In your holy name, O oh God, we pray. Amen. Amen. Exceptional Amen. prayer, my friend. Exceptional. You know, just captivate the father's love for his children, or acquaintances. Each one represents the father image that you yes. characterize in that prayer. I appreciate you, Frank. Thank you so much. Thank you for You're sharing welcome. your heart with us. Thank you. Allie, would you like to offer prayers as we close tonight? Absolutely. Just place your hand on your heart. Father God, you are our rock, the foundation for all the glory the miracles that happen every day. I cannot begin to thank you for all you do and have done for me and everyone else on this call. Your love is the greatest gift. May we all open our hearts more and receive the love you radiate and promise us. May all the cracks be filled and transformed to be a conduit of your love on this planet. Let us fill the planet, our neighborhoods, and all relationships with love and light as your children. We love you so much, Papa. Amen. Amen. And Padre, thank you for sure. being our father at CLM. Oh, well, we all appreciate you. it. I appreciate that thought. But here's, here's the beautiful wisdom of God. We have Frank, who's 
one of our oldest members in Celebrating Life, and Allie's one of our newest members. And just listen to the wisdom that comes from both of them, from both their hearts. God knows what he's doing. God knows how he positions people, organizations, family members, uh, workplace. The wisdom of God is so empowering. I just want you to feel that and test your heart tonight, where you are at in your relationships with your father, your partner, your spouse, your neighbor, your workplace, your workers. We can all be a father's love, a mother's love unconditionally to those who are hurting. And with the father's love, as you heard or witnessed tonight, when we step out of our box, When we step into spirit, we can actually conquer the world or at least conquer the person in front of us, meaning you can open up their hearts to show them the treasures of heaven. So Allie also said to place your hand on your heart. What a perfect opportunity of connecting in the spirit. So as we do that again, holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power, God of love, God of mercy. Holy Spirit, I ask you to come now. Dwell. Open up our hearts to that divine flow of living water coming from the throne of grace. Just pour into my brother, my sister, my little brother, my little sister, your compassion and your healing. You say that we are a beloved child. And we are. We treasure that. But you are our papa. You are our daddy. You are the source of all life. Father, I ask you to flow now. I ask the miracles to happen in the name of Yeshua to break open any area in our lives that we're still, quote, stuck in, that we can't overcome only by your grace, by the healing balm of the Holy Spirit. Now, just breaking open hearts, opportunities to forgive, to be forgiven, to be open to the more. I just say, come Holy Spirit, let that fire of God's love begin to burn now as like a a devotion, like a candle being lit on our behalf. And it's going to hold that energy and it's going to break open all the the rough parts in in our lives, in our workplace, in our relationships. And let that the embers of God's love just burn, that slow burn, that beautiful burn, that candlelight right now. And just let it expand and grow. And whatever difficulties we still might have in our relationship, God says that he's for you, not against you. So with that assurance of a beloved daughter, a beloved son, let that healing energy now just go forth. And just bless these holy encounters, just as Ollie felt with her father so you will with yours so with you with your spouse so with you for any relationship i thank you god for healing the brokenness of any person who still feels far away from their father even if they have passed on let your healing angels now begin to bridge that gap and just bring about a wholeness and an awareness of how much god loved you personally in this relationship to heal the heart the absent father i thank you god for healing heartburn what we ate or or what's eating us i just say come holy spirit let that revelation of god's awareness god's wisdom begin to penetrate Uh, we thank you O lord our god for the healing of deep fears in people's lives 
and that list could be tenfold. We just say, come Holy Spirit, let your tenderness, let your love overshadow any fear and it break its hold, break its grip over every heart, every decision we have to make. I thank you, God, for letting the peace that passes all understanding to rest upon not only their, their souls, but their bodies, their spirit. I thank you, Lord, for like Emmanuel, God is with you. And may that, that portion of grace begin to expand now into the nighttime, into the morning, into this week, and open up brand new doors of opportunities, even for the abundance to begin to flow again, because you're walking here on earth as it is in heaven. You're walking with the abundance of heaven. I thank you, O Lord our God, for those release of your ministering angels tonight as they go forth and prepare the way. We thank you, God, for the birthday that Frank is experiencing and Barbara and her sister. We thank you, O Lord, our God, for Allie, for her husband, for her her candle business. May it grow. May it prosper. May it be fruitful. I thank you, God, for your living presence. And as we close tonight, we're not closing our hearts, but we're opening up your door of opportunity of serving. As the phone rings, as the email comes in tomorrow, let us all respond positively and let allow that love, that light, manifest and go out and serve and be the light that we experience tonight. May the good Lord bless and keep you. May his face shine upon you, be gracious unto you, and grant you peace. Shalom in all areas of your life. And I bless you as your Padre, as your spiritual Father, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.